Welcome to the TeacherCast Educational Network, coming to you from the TeacherCast studios since 2011. Join us each week as we bring you the latest educational news, ed tech updates, and hottest interviews with today's most influential leaders in education. And now, for your host, Jeff Bradbury. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the TeacherCast Educational Network. My name is Jeff Bradbury, and welcome to the Jeff Bradbury Show. If you're an author, speaker, promoter, podcaster, blogger, any type of content creator, this is the podcast for you. Welcome to today's episode, where we're going to be taking a look at five ways, probably more, actually, by the time we're done, five ways to build your brand when you're marketing to a target audience. You know, we recently did a webinar about how to build your brand, how to market your brand, And the first thing that we mentioned is know your avatar, know who you're selling to, know who you're marketing to. And today we're going to deep dive into that subject, knowing not only who to market to, but how, what they want and how to get there. With me today is Jay Hemis from Safe Sports Zone. Jay, how are you today? Welcome to the show. Thank you, Jeff. I'm doing all right. Um, We had a little snow today and... uh, Fortunately, hopefully we're nearing the spring weather here. And, oh, uh, absolutely. It is certainly getting colder and warmer all at the same time. I know we've had some 40-degree weather mixed in with 70s. But you know what? As we're getting in here, I'm so thrilled that athletics is coming back. I know the students in my grades in my school are getting back on the field. And you know, working with students is something that you're very, very passionate about working with parents is something that you're passionate about. Tell us a little bit about Safe Sports Zone. What is it? How'd you get started? Uh, and uh, and where can we find a little bit about it? Well, unfortunately, I got started in this school security, Jeff, by being shot at. Oh, no. And it was after a game. And um, that experience, uh, when you're involved as a teacher, coach, uh, athletic administrator, when something like that happens, the reality is you got to roll up your sleeves and do something about it. And that's what basically Safe Sports Zone is. is a, it's an after-school security training for events or anything that happens after the dismissal bell. You know, we, we keep our doors locked during the school day. And then as soon as the dismissal bell rings, uh, the visitor management system shuts down and the doors are wide open. So we're a little bit vulnerable. And that's what we're doing. We're trying to address all that uh, time frame until the last car of the parking lot leaves. And that is so important, you know, especially these days, everybody does want to get home. You know, there's so much stuff going around. You never know who's there, you know, home team, visitor team. Talk to us a little bit about some of the things that you do, because you have a chance to really uh, hone your brand. I know you talk to different school districts around the country. Um, what can somebody or what can a school district um, look for when you're working with them? Well, safety is all about training. Um, we have a we have a tendency in our country to to not address the after school training. We do a pretty good job, and we're doing a lot better job today mm-hmm. with during the day uh, school training and security. But after the bell rings, uh, things have a tendency to change. There's not enough emphasis on the after school hours. So we train, uh, we train the school districts, we train national state conferences, uh, we certify with a certificate to c- create credentials. Uh, we, 
It's a great program. It's been on, it's been out since 2012, and I probably uh, certified and trained over 28,000 school officials. Now, if you're looking for information here about Safe Sport Zone, you can go over to safesportzone.com. And, you know, Jay, like many people who are listening to this, you know, the bloggers, the podcasters, their authors, just like you, something happened to them and that made them take action. And before I go any farther, are you okay? I got to ask the question here. You said you were you were shot at. Is that is everything okay? Are oh, you, are I, you okay? I was missed, but it was close, <laughs> Jeff. The bullets and the projectiles were whizzing past my right ear and hurt, you know, hitting the mortar and the metal behind me. Uh, it was close, but fortunately, no one, no one was injured that oh, evening. My goodness, that is such yeah. good news. I mean, I, I know, you know, getting back to this, so many people have something happen to them, a life-threatening event, a life-altering event. They create a brand and they want to figure it out. Now, I know people that are listening to this have this question is, number one, how do you find your target audience? I mean, we talk about that on a lot of our shows here. So, Jay, your target audience is who? Is it, is it school districts? Is it ADs? Is it parents? Who are you putting your message out to? Well, Jeff, there's 18,688 schools that offer uh, high school interscholastic educational-based athletics. There's a lot of activities. There's, uh, you know, your drama and musical programs. Uh, but what we're, we've been involved with is the National Interscholastic Athletic Administrative Association, along with the National State High School Associations, so we are at the national level and we work with them. They're partners with us and certainly we uh, brand the their logos throughout all our materials. So with that being said, uh, we do a lot of state and national conferences and school districts, we, school districts in general across the country. So I know as an educator, I'm often out at conferences. You see a conference you sign up to present or promote or anything like that. But you take that a step further and you're actually going to school districts. Talk to us a little bit about those secrets. How do you approach a school district? Just like how would I approach uh, a sponsor? How would I approach a, a, a book publisher? Jay, what are some of your tips and tricks for, for finding that target audience, a school district in your case, and saying, hi, my name is Jay. This is what I do. Can I come out and speak with your audience? How do you how do you start that process? Well, in the beginning, Jeff, when I think back to 2011, 2012, I would be making calls and utilizing the executive directors of each state association to try to get into to get into the state uh, conferences. I think once you they hear you live, um, I picked up a lot of jobs from those state conferences. So techniques, I, I bought a whole, I had a ton of grills one time, uh, 4,150 grills at a dollar a piece from a promo that went bad because the marketing director, mm -hmm. he owned his own business, died unexpectedly with a heart attack. And he had 5,000 of these grills coming in to do a promotion for Johnsonville Brats. And the wife, after a period of time, she just wanted to unload them. And so I bought them at a dollar a piece and then had the canvases, uh, the canvas uh, that went over the, the grills. I sent those in, paid another dollar to print a sponsor's name along with our logo. And I started distributing these grills to state associations if they would allow me to speak. So that, I think that was a key uh, marketing tool because uh, it got us in the door 
And once we were in the door and we were able to uh, you know, help schools, and I think the trainings uh, that we did are, are extremely uh, efficient. I, we do a lot of active participation. We'll show a school crisis mm-hmm. and we'll stop and ask them, what would you do in this scenario? Uh, the, the very, very, uh, I think over the years, I've been complimented a lot on the training and the program we provide. I'm utilizing a former student who's a computer engineer who puts these programs, these PowerPoints together and all the video streaming and uh, very effective. It, it sounds like something that we spoke about in our last episode with our mutual friend, Mark Lineweaver, which was the art of hustle right like you don't get a chance to build a brand just by sitting back you're out there you're 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 networking you're giving things away for free um i i mean this word the right way you you, you know the 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 grills were kind of a gimmick thing that you have. You give this away much like, you know, it, with us, we would have a T-shirt or a, a book or stickers or something like that. I mean, when we go to conferences, everybody gets a sticker. Everybody gets a T-shirt. Everybody gets a hashtag with those little ribbons and stuff like that. I mean, you're echoing exactly the same stuff that we've been talking about on this show. You have to hustle to get your brand out. You have to give things away to get the opportunities. Would you say that's about accurate? Absolutely. Plus, we keep our price way down uh, because we have a sponsor. So we charge $750, which is extremely low. Um, and and you got to have passion in this mm. business. Absolutely. You got to have passion. You know, I run this business. I'm a one man in a garage and a broom, basically. And But yet, when we do a presentation and people email me for posters and manuals and so forth, free things... You know, I get it back immediately. I think that's really important. Uh, I'm not waiting, you know, a month. I'm getting them back within four or five days. And we ship out a lot of uh, material. I mean, I look at our our end of the year uh, costs. I mean, we're doing, you know, 27, 25,000 a year just in shipping and printing. So it's a, it's a, it's a business that you got to have a heart for and a passion for. It's the hustle. It's also the attention to detail. You know, on our end, I, I, I'm listening to your story about sharing the uh, logos on things. I, I go back to 2012 when I had a conference approach me and said, would you come out and do broadcasting? And I had to make a decision with like a month and a half notice of, does Jeff just go out with a microphone, sit at some table and interview people? And I said, no. I went out and I found two major sponsors. And next thing I know, I had a tablecloth and a big 11 by 11 background. And I had a booth with me and it looked impressive. And and just like you, I took that booth around everywhere for free just so I can be at those conferences, provide a service. And then, you know, a couple months later, I was doing like $15,000, $2,000 a conference. It started to make up for itself. You have to be out there hustling. You have to be out there networking. The question I have to you, Jay, is so many teachers out there aren't natural at this. You know, we're a fourth grade teacher. We have an idea and we're there. We go to a conference and someone says, oh, Jay, you need to do this. And they go, I don't know. We're here celebrating our 10-year anniversary at TeacherCast, and I can think of all of the times that I knew at starting something. So question for you, Jay, is how do you learn this stuff? Is it just experience, and where do you look to for, you know, words of wisdom and, and, and learning these things on the fly? Well, Jeff, you you start off like anything. You, you're going to 
you're going to get better the more you do it. It's like dental floss in your teeth. The more you do it, the better you get. Um, I uh, I have to say, you know, I started out, I was teaching at the time. I was an athletic administrator and uh, working in the school district uh, in the largest urban a low-income high school in the state of Wisconsin. And at the same time, I was a politician. I had a, lot of, I had a lot of hands in the basket. And at the same time, I went out, I took vacation time to go out and do these presentations. Mm. I'd do 10 or 12 a year, giving up vacations. But when I retired, I got up to now. I, I mean, before COVID, I was doing uh, 50, 60 presentations a year. I mean, 14, 16 a month at times, traveling and trying to connect with air flights. And, and there's a line of anxiety, and, and yet I loved it. I mean, and fly 70,000 miles a year, and I, I enjoyed it because of the passion. Um, at times, my wife didn't particularly enjoy it, but, but uh, it, you know, it, it's, it's a, like everything else. It, when it rains, it pours, and there's other months that are completely almost dead. But it's a matter of getting out there and believing in yourself, and uh, the more you do it, the better you're going to get. And before you know it, people are going to be calling you, and you're not going to be calling them. It's that mixture of, as you said, passion and confidence, and yeah. no knowing that you believe in yourself, and knowing that you have worth, and you matter in this world, and you can go through here. So let's talk a little bit about the non outside world. Let's talk about some of the things that are more digital here. SafeSportZone.com is your website. Um, talk a little bit about this because many people have a brand, have a dream, have an idea, podcast, blog, author, whatever. Um, do you have a website strategy that you can share with us? What's on your site? Why did you create it? How did you create it? Can you talk a little bit about that? So many people right now are, are coming to us asking about websites. Talk to us a little bit about what Safe Sports Zone has and how you built it. Well, testimonials, I think, are important. Mm -hmm. um, we also, I've, I train at the collegiate level, um, graduate students. And so we will try to promote uh, photographs of uh, higher education uh, training. Um, there's a lot of news articles, a lot of uh information on our news and we have a team we got uh, you know most of the team members are volunteers we have one part-time employee who's the tech guy who's a computer engineer um he works he's awesome he's he's, he's like you jeff i mean some people have it some of us don't and so i kind of uh you really utilize uh, our, our our tech guy and um, he does a lot of amazing things that uh, at my age, I couldn't do, basically. And uh, I, I think our website is, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I'd love to have your opinion. Uh, it, it gives us, we're getting jobs off it left and right. People are contacting us. You know, when I go to safesportzone.com, like any other website that we work on here over at educationalwebdesign.com, I look for a couple things. Number one, I look for a shot that says that you've done it. And you've got this beautiful shot of you in front of a conference room and everyone's there. That's a really empowering shot. And I'll tell you, that's a shot that's hard to get, right? Like for many new um, brand builders, authors, podcasters, you know, we don't have that shot. And I've been to many conferences where I give my phone to my wife, they get a thousand shots and we're going to look for the best one. 
And usually she ends up getting a picture of me with the hands, you know, I'm conducting in the air and it, it just doesn't look good. Or sometimes whenever I see her with the phone up, I just kind of freeze when I'm speaking. Those are hard shots to get. So if you're out there doing conferences, find a friend in the audience, ask them to kind of walk around, get those shots of you. The other thing that I like about your site, as you said, those social testimonials. Jay is great because Jay's business is good because I heard teacher cast and it changed my life. All those little social social monial kind of things. Those are really those, those little gems, right? And that's hard to do for anybody who's new out there. I always recommend, you know, use your friends at LinkedIn and send out a couple recommendations to your friends, get some of those testimonials. Even if you have to call a friend and say, hey, could you write this for me or could you write this for me? Because you don't want to have anybody sit there and waste their time and they don't give you what you need. You know, talk to your friends. I need a quote from my website. Can you comment on this? But I love websites that are easily put together. The colors are nice and put out there. And having that website be consistent with your branding. I see the colors. I see the logo. Those are the things that we talk about at Educational Web Design as we go through here. You're also, Jay, using audio and video. I see some video boxes up here of you doing your presentations. Where does video fall into your overall plan, your marketing plan? You know, if you cold call my school district, do you send them a video? Do you send them a PDF? What, what speaks for those thousand words to get me interested? Video is used, uh, video streaming is used strictly in our PowerPoint presentation while we're training. Uh, There's, uh, I mean, I I, I don't think, in in the misguided, irate fan's mind, uh, there is some uh, disturbing, I mean, it's our number one problem in high school sports is berating the officials and complaining to the coach that their son or daughter is not playing. It's the majority of parents acting up. We have to de-escalate that anger, and there's a right way and a wrong way to do that. That's what the training is all about, is identifying, watching, eventually using nonverbals and uh, positioning yourself. And, of course, if it continues, you have to address the, the parent or the misguided irate fan. A lot of that has to do with when you're training is utilizing those scenarios to get the understanding of, Basically, if you were given this situation, what would you do? And I'm telling you, it's, it may, I couldn't do what I'm doing today without the video streaming. It is an interesting time, and video right now is so easy. You can do it on your phone. You can get a cheap camera that does full high def. I mean, any website out there needs to be taking advantage of YouTube and streaming. And, you know, we're, we're recording here on a service called StreamYard. So many different things. Jay, another thing I noticed about your site here, and I, I do this myself, you have a token at the end right here is your certificate in in my world um we do uh, certificates to different companies for letting us do reviews of their products their robots and stuff and then you know here's a sticker to put on this as teacher cast certified why do you do that what is the importance of not only i'll come out and work with you but now your school is certified or your program is talk to us a little bit about that certificate well in the if something would ever happen legally and the school is uh, gonna be facing some legal issues, the plaintiff's attorney is gonna question 
number one, your credentials. Number two, they're going to ask for, did you, do you have any assessments done? Did you have any, uh, did you, did you meet? Did you train? Um, did, do you have an emergency plan? They're going to come after you and ask you about these very important issues when you're addressing legal issues. So credentials, having a certificate for every staff member that's working games is important. Um, you know, it doesn't mean you're going to remain immune to the legal lawsuit, but certainly could mitigate the liability down. Your Honor, our staff, we took this training on this particular date. Everybody's certified. It looks good in the eyes of the jury and the judge if it ends that way. So getting certified along, it, not just a certificate, this is from the national organizations, the, you know, the NIAAA and the National Federation of State High School Associations. So it means something. And the nice thing about it, you don't have to write a paper. You don't have to take a test. All you got to do is listen to me. I mean, you might want to take a test. <laughs> but uh, I think that's a, that's a very important piece to our training. We talked a little bit about reaching out and doing these cold calls to, you know, for you, it would be a school district. For us, it might be a, a sponsor or a tech company or something. Talk to us a little bit about what happens after that event is over. You know, do you send an email? Do you send a handwritten letter, carrier pigeon with a coconut? Like, how do you say thank you at the end and, and let them know, hey, I'm always here if you need me? Well, we use um, once I receive a check um, and I close out the account, I always send them a Kringle. Now, Kringle is made in Racine, Wisconsin. We're known for Kringle. Uh, it's a Danish pastry, and uh, we got some great bakeries, and so it's real easy for me to uh, get on uh, online and order a Kringle and mm -hmm. uh, with a thank you card. I think that's really important. We also use the send out cards, which is a platform where you can send thank you cards online, and uh, we like the brownies they have, so I send brownies along with them. So we're, we like to uh, make sure that everybody walks away after it's all said and done with a smile on their face. And I think uh, that has really helped us over the years. And again, I couldn't do this unless I had a sponsor. Jay, come on. Be, be honest with me and my listeners. Are you under the assumption that people are having you come to their school for a certificate? Or are you under the assumption that people are having you come out because they're going to get free pastries? <laughs> Uh, neither. They're gonna they're gonna want us to come in and train their personnel, um, certify them, and I Kringles are just the icing on the cake. We'll have to do a Google search on that and uh, check out some YouTube videos for how to do one of those up here in Connecticut. You know, when we're looking at this as a build your EDU brand opportunity here, there are so many things about finding that target audience. We also talk about, you know, what does your target audience want? Obviously, when you're going out to a school district, you know uh, who you're speaking to. You know what they want. You can you know, gear your presentation for that. I'm curious at the end of these presentations, do you do any type of, of survey? Do you, do you, do you, do you have a follow-up with the audience? Are you going out there to get email addresses from the people in the audience? So you can then use them as cold leads. Like what is that relationship? How do you know who's in the audience and how do you take advantage of the people that come and hear you? Well, first of all, you can read your audience through their eyes. 
um, if you have people on their phones um, talking or whatever, you know, you can you 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 can read that. I hope, and I'm not bragging, but I'm just saying that I, I never have that. I, I I engage the audience immediately, and uh, the training goes fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're they're very interested. They're challenged, and at the end, uh, I feel that we 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 just have the right timing on it. So I don't, the only way I, I uh, survey that is with the comments coming back um, through emails that this was the best, you know, training we've had, basically. And uh, you get the feedback that you're on the right track. You, you'll know without uh, sending a survey out. Talking today to Jay Hammes from Safe Sport Zone. You can find them on Twitter at Safe Sport Zone and SafeSportZone.com. All about branding, finding your niche, and of course, making sure that you have your target audience. Jay, for somebody who's been doing this in their field, do you have any advice for the educator out there who might be doing this in their first, second, third year? What would you say to that person to help them build their podcast, their blog, their their book publishership, you know, anything like that to start building their ED brands? Well, take it uh, one step at a time. You know, take your baby steps before you take the the walk before you start running. This is going to take some time I and mean, you're going to get better and better. But, you know, plan on uh, two to three years before you get a polished program. Um, takes, it takes passion and, um, don't ever give up. I, I, you've got to understand that you're doing this for a reason. It's, it's in your blood. And, uh, I, I'm, I'm passionate about it because I don't want to ever see anybody get injured or lose their life over a senseless act of violence. And today, especially during the COVID time where the people have been staying at home, extended time at home and isolation, you know, we're elevating stress, frustration, anxiety, and depression. And so today uh, we've seen a lot of crazy behavior and, uh, you know, gun violence is up across the country. Uh, uh, We need to get that, this country vaccinated and get back to normal. And when that happens, we'll start seeing, this kind of behavior dwindle, but until then, uh, you know, you got to take care of yourself. And so safety is really important. Know where you're, you know, there, you got to know it, you know, what time it is and where you're located um, at all times today and be careful. That is certainly good advice. And, you know, every time that you're mentioning these different things, I've just been kind of going back over the last 10 years of where was I when this first thing happened and how did this happen? And, and it, it does, Jay. It does come back to passions. You know, we talk about passions and sharing your passions, and it's the last thing I'm going to say on this episode, as I have for 2,500 or so other podcasts. And, you know, I, I the joke, of course, is I've done thousands of podcasts. Maybe one day I'll get it right. And that's the way you have to take it. You know, every day is a learning experience. Every day you're going to be out there. You're going to make a mistake. But if you can go forward more often than you go backwards. I think that certainly is a win for everything. Jay, one last time, I'll let you uh, sign off here. Where can we find you? What is that website? What are those social medias? How do we get a hold of you? Well, the name of the business is Safe, S-A-F-E, Sport, S-P-O-R-T, Zone. 
And you can reach me at safesportzone at gmail.com. Uh, you can reach me. You can go to their website, safesportzone.com. Um, you can get a hold of me at 262-989-7711. Um, one way or the other, if you go to our website, you can you can find me. I'm always available. Uh, don't ever, if you've got questions, I answer emails. Uh, I'm retired from public education, but I'm still involved daily, and uh, I'll help you. And you can find Jay coming to a city near Connecticut uh, where he's going to be babysitting the Edu triplets sometime soon. <laughs> Jay, you can't come on the podcast and say that you're not doing anything. I have kids that need to be babysat. So, Jay, we want to say thank you so much for your time and, and good luck with everything. And again, don't forget to check out everything over at safesportzone.com. And also, if you're looking to build your EDU brand, don't forget to check out everything over at buildyouredubrand.com. You can check out our branding blog, our free five-week online course to help you build your brand and of course our free 90-day email marketing challenge take the challenge today build your email list and you can find everything again over at buildyouredubrand.com and that wraps up this episode of the jeff bradbury show on behalf of jay and everybody here in the teacher cast educational network my name is jeff bradbury reminding you guys to keep up the great work in your classrooms and continue sharing your passions with your students You've been listening to the TeacherCast Educational Network, hosted by Jeff Bradbury. Please reach out to the show with all of your questions on Twitter at TeacherCast or online at www.teachercast.net. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. And please take a moment to write a review in the App Store.